when we die, we don't just, we don't just, our souls don't just like live happily and chill. There's like stages that we go through as souls on the other side. Hey guys, welcome to our Soul Fam podcast where I interview space holders from all over the world. I'm your host, my name is Carolina, and I am the Connection Catalyst. I help spiritual entrepreneurs experience deeper connection with themselves, with others, and with the universe. Today on the show, we have Cassidy Ray, the holistic life coach and psychic medium. Welcome to the show, Cassidy. How are you doing? Hi. I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing super good. Excited to be here. Super good. I'm super excited that you're here. I've also spent the whole day just being on the beach in beautiful Spain. So I've been just, <laughs> you know, chilling and and getting the sun and really like, yeah, letting go of a lot of stuff just by, uh, you know, feeling positive emotions. So it's been a beautiful day and I'm super, super excited and energized uh, to talk to you, especially that the topics that we're going to touch upon, like psychic abilities and channeling and all these things are my favorite, my absolute favorite topic. So I'm so, so excited. And so first question that I usually ask everyone, and I think it's uh, one of the most uh, interesting questions to ask is about your story. What has brought you to this path of being a psychic medium and holistic life coach? Because I guess that not everyone can just become a psychic medium out of nowhere. Just decide, okay, from to tomorrow yeah. on, I'm going to be a hairdresser. Okay, from tomorrow on, I'm going to be a psychic medium. Yeah. It doesn't really happen like that. So I would love to know what has brought you on this specific yeah, path. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't even feel like a choice. <laughs> yeah, the universe is um, just like, okay, oh, so okay, yeah, it's kind of an interesting story. <laughs> It wasn't even my choice. Um, so I kind of have a weird background. So when I was one and a half, I had um, open heart surgery and there was complications and I actually had a near death experience at a really young age. And so I believe that kind of like really opened up a lot of channels for me for my mediumship. So by the like really as a really young kid, you know, around four to seven, I started noticing I could communicate with loved ones who passed away. And um, sorry, I think I lost question for a second. But yeah, so I was able to connect with loved ones and I would always talk to like these imaginary friends and, you know, no one really thought anything of it just because you're a kid, you know, that's what kids do. Um, and then as I kind of went into high school and college, I started having more like kind of creepy paranormal events happen to me all the time. Like almost it was like scary. Like I was getting like, I felt like I was like haunted a bit. Um, I have some some stories on like my my TikTok and Instagram of like crazy ghost stories because I just I really felt like I was haunted by my gifts and so I didn't like them. I didn't like that I was able to connect to the other side. I was scared of it up until honestly like my grandma died in college and then connecting with her spirit changed everything for me. It made me really feel like holy and like loving and joy. Like I felt like the good side of the spirit, not like the evil side. Um, and so I never did anything with my gifts. I simply just had them. And sometimes I'd be like, Hey, like your, your friend who passed away, this is what they told me to tell you. Like it was nothing like it was, Hey mom, grandma said hi. And then <laughs> in 2020, I was working for a TV station and yeah, 2020 as everyone had their awakening. Um, I was working for a TV station in Beverly Hills. And so completely different from what I do now. And it was like my first big girl corporate job. And I was like integrated in it. And they stopped paying us three months in because of some like funding complications. And so that's when I kind of heard this voice in my head tell me, okay, just post on social media that you're a medium just for fun. Just do it. And I was like, 
okay. So like, I bought a, a, tech, a deck of tarot cards for fun, like a $6 deck. That's like my favorite one till this day. And, and I was too shy to go into a store. So I had it delivered to my home and I like made a little post on Instagram. I was like, Hey guys, like I'm just going to do some free card pools. Like I'm, I'm a medium too. So if there's anyone you want to connect to, just like throw me their name and a picture and, and I'll give you a free reading. And like that day there was like a hundred signups and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> and I didn't realize I could do this for other people. I thought I could only do it for myself. And so that kind of started everything. And then Four months later, I was a full-time psychic medium as a career. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. That's another reason why pandemic was actually yeah. quite good. <laughs> so many people changed completely their mm-hmm. lives during yeah. the pandemic. And for so many people, the pandemic was a blessing just to look at their lives and see like, okay, now I have to change. So what do I change? Well, for the better. So then you change and actually you do something that you're really passionate about. So that's amazing. I'm so grateful. I love this story. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah, it was complete 360. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a good story because it didn't, it wasn't all like rainbows and butterflies in this happy little path. Like it was scary and I didn't like it. (laughs) I can imagine. I mean, when you're, you know, young or maybe even when you're a teenager and whatever, and you just see some crazy stuff happening, then of course it can freak you out. I mean, I always say to any like uh, beings out there, whether ghosts or aliens, I'm like, please guys, do not show yourself to me because you would freak me out. So I'm just not open to seeing you. Sorry, yeah. but nope. <laughs> if you want to, if some angel wants to come in my dreams. That's as, a totally a thing. As my angel did, then I'm fine with it because then I'm like kind of dreaming or astral projecting or whatever. But if I was just sitting here in the living room and just some ghost would like pass, I, I would be like, nope, please guys, nope, don't do it. So maybe that's yeah. what I never do. <laughs> I told them to, I said, I said, sometimes I can handle physically seeing you if it's necessary, but I said, don't touch me. Because when they touch me, oh, it's too much. It's too much. How does it feel? How does it <laughs> yeah, feel? Yeah, I have very scary stories. It doesn't feel great. <laughs> like, it's, you know, like a hand on your shoulder, but you're like, there's nobody there. Or like a pool on your hair. And I'm like, that was like my college experience. So I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. And how did you handle so that? So I don't like let them do any of that anymore. I was just literally terrified. Like I wouldn't sleep for like days at a time. Like I literally had the worst experience because I had no spiritual protection. I never owned a crystal or a tarot deck until 2020. I had no idea this type of stuff was out here. I just knew that I could connect and it was scary for me. Like there was no community at all to help me. There was no one I could talk to. It was just me with my thoughts. So, you know, I've always been like a, a religious person. So I would go to church and pray all the time, but that's pretty much all I did. Mm-hmm. Did it help? Yeah, I mean, talking to my grandma, it it's like the cure. <laughs> and how did she it, helps everything? How did it feel when you talk to your grandma? Like, how does she shift your perspective? Because I, for example, had clients before who could connect to other, you know, dimensions and saw some beings, and they were also also scared. And I was just saying because I do, you know, emotional release, inner child uh, work. So what I did is just releasing the fear that they are, because I feel like. You cannot really be scared of any being if you don't have fear inside towards them, right? So you cannot react in such a panicky way if you don't have fear initially in your body. So I was just working through emotions, but what kind of other methods apart from just not being a vibrational match in terms of not kind of like having these emotional uh, charges inside of you, what would you recommend for someone who is very sensitive and is where you have been in college when you still haven't had a good perspective on it? And also 
uh, on top of that, another question, maybe you can answer later. Like, what is the difference now and before? You know, what has your grandma shifted inside that now you don't you don't have this perspective anymore, mm-hmm. that it's not scary for you anymore? So, yeah, two questions there, but I hope that you can uh, manage it. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I definitely, I like, I hope that people who are going through this at a younger age can, like, listen to this and know that there's a bunch of things out there to help. So crystals and incense and... Like, okay, so Palo Santo is really, really good and protective for kind of that negative energy that you feel. For, like, the beginning of stages of my work, Tiger's Eye Crystal and Black Obsidian were, like, my protectors. Because I even have a picture I can send you after this. But, like, when I first started this work for other people, my whole left arm and left leg were completely scarred up, like, almost like uh, acne. Just my left side because that's uh, we receive energy from our left side. So I was letting in all sorts of things when I started doing these free readings for people for fun. And I just got scarred up. And so I also wasn't using protection again. So again, spiritual protection is major. And it's like um, having intentions when you go into a reading or just as you start your day, you know, now I kind of just say like, if you're not your best and highest self, get the fuck out. You're not welcome here. This is not your energy. It's not your space. Like you're not welcome. Um, I sage, I use my Palo Santo. And then I like to do some essential oils. And then I always have like a certain crystal that feels right near me or on me as like jewelry or whatever it may be. Um, but I think like prayer and speaking to, you know, whether it's your spirit guides or your angels or God, whoever you call it, like, I think there's multiple beings and entities you can call to, um, really knowing which one you feel protects you most. So my grandma feels like my protector when I have sleep paralysis or if I, feel like a dark energy kind of coming near I'll just call on grandma and basically she just like bodyguards them out she's just like shoo shoo <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool that's amazing but it makes sense to me because I've had a experience uh, that I mentioned that I met my uh, guardian angel and it was a crazy experience because I felt like I'm astral traveling just to all these different places but I felt so just such a negative feelings such a dark feeling at some point just like I don't know everywhere inside of me and outside of me just was not good and then I started saying this prayer Uh, in Polish we kids always say this prayer like guard the angel please guard me and you know be always with me or whatever it is in English I don't know exactly but in this moment when I just said this prayer and it wasn't like I said it it was just my consciousness saying it I didn't even like I don't know I didn't decide to say it it was just happening and then yeah, just it just happened to me to say it. And then every bad energy just completely stopped. And then I was in this room just with my guardian angel just sitting at the desk and just like, you know, talking to me and whatever. I'm like, what the hell just happened? But actually this little prayer just completely smashed everything negative in a matter of second or split second even. Like it was instant. And so I really know that this is how it works. But it seems almost even too simple for you know, to say, okay, you just burn some Palo Santo, yeah, you have some does. crystals, you just say to these beings to go away. People are just like, well, how can I believe that this is actually true? Yeah, it's really that simple. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It becomes like the mindset. So if you're not believing that what you're praying to or what you're talking to is going to be good and you're just thinking it's all staying negative, then it's going to keep feeling that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just your thoughts are creating your reality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's about the mindset that you have towards it rather than actually how it's, because it cannot really affect you what if you are the creator of your own reality and you are the master of your own energy. It cannot really affect you if some part of you doesn't actually allow it or doesn't open up to it. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Right. 
So how? Yeah, there's parts of you like if they're holding on to the negative energy, it's like parts of you kind of want to. Mm -hmm. Or kind of are a vibrational match to it, right? Mm -hmm. So what would you say if people struggle with it? What, yeah. what would you say if like people struggle with this believing that they can just like tell some beings to go away? And, you know, if they don't really believe that just smudging some sage or Palo Santo will actually, you know, take these beings away. I think, I think you can't teach faith. <laughs> I think that is something that someone has to go through themselves. So, um, you know, I, I had my own experience until I was about 23 years old. So I think it takes time. I think divine timing is really real for when it's time for you to wake up. I think that people can get really stuck in their own pains, but you know, I, I just don't think this is something that is teachable. I think when people come to me for readings, I can help connect them, but they have to be the fact that someone comes to me, it means they're willing and ready and, and open to be taught. If they don't, go to anybody if they never seek therapy or they never talk to anybody and they're just holding all of these things in it's like it's not time for you yet but like you kind of have to work through that yourself but there are so many resources out there to help you holistically or if you want to do like traditional medicine and whatnot but there's there's so many outlets but it really it's up to the person you can't help someone who doesn't want help mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. of course and do you feel like it's actually simple to clear yourself out of these all these beings and because you know, it seems simple. Just, you know, smudge yourself and wear some crystals and just tell them to fuck off pretty much. Like it's, it sounds simple, but is it actually yeah. simple and easy as it sounds with the right belief? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It is really the natural state of our body. Like the whole not believing and holding on, you know, anger, guilt, resentment, like that is not comfortable to our soul. What's comfortable is this like natural state of higher consciousness and belief and like connecting with spirit because we really are just souls in a human body. Mm -hmm. We're having a human experience, not a spiritual experience. So it really is that easy. And that's why I was able to, in four months after not owning a single crystal or doing anything for other people with my mediumship, that's why I was able to become a full-time psychic medium and like kind of worldly knowing now, like I never in a million years, if someone told me in 2019, Hey Cass, like you're going to be a psychic medium and a life coach for people. I would have been like, you're literally insane. Like <laughs> what? I, it, it changes your life. Like I would have been like, what? Like and people in high school were probably like this chick, there's no way she does this for a living. Like I was very egotistical. Like I wasn't, I wasn't who I am now, but when spirit needs you to wake up, they'll wake you up. <laughs> mm -hmm. in this or other way it will happen either through suffering or through some crazy psychedelic experience yeah. or through some uh, friends experiencing something and then you're experiencing that yeah or, yeah it will happen for sure yeah that's that's really interesting it, uh, it it wasn't like sorry i was i was saying it wasn't like easy either like i i got kicked out and i was jobless and homeless so like It wasn't like, oh, time to talk to God. <laughs> like, it was like, hey, your whole life is ruined right now. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> But that's good because you got it figured out now. Yeah.
<laughs> you've I you've did. walked your yeah. walk your talk, right? Uh, you've got you've got to have an experience yeah. <laughs> if if you want to help someone else move through this stuff. So that's amazing. I'm really happy that you say that it's quite simple to you know to do this because I feel like uh, in childhood I was quite scared of ghosts and probably because of all these horror movies or all these you know bullshit television stuff that tells us oh ghosts so so scary. But what if uh, there are ghosts of people who actually are loving towards us and actually love us and want the best for us, like grandparents or someone that is really close to us it could be actually a cool thing uh, to hang out with with someone like that right <laughs> from the other dimension just uh... yeah and, and uh like you know flickering lights or if your technology glitches like that's or like a, a movement of a door like people get scared of those things but that's how energy can connect with us because they can't sit next to you and have a conversation like this like they used to you know they're they can use electronics because energy and it's like it's like interrupting the connection mm -hmm. so like they love to play with lights and but you can ask for different signs if you don't want them to play with your lights you can say hey can you send me a butterfly instead and they will like they'll respect your boundaries mm, that's amazing but you need to know that you need to state them right mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah first you need to know yeah. know where your boundaries are and then you can know your boundaries them. yeah <laughs> that's cool and so you have, for sure you've had psychic abilities from pretty much the beginning of your life almost because i also believe that near-death experiences open you up to all these different dimensions and then you have crazy stuff happening to you i've had many people on this podcast and generally in life i spoke to so many people who just have random visions or are just really open to these other dimensions but i'm curious to know do you also help other people to awaken to their psychic abilities and if so then how do you do this how do you awaken to your psychic abilities do you have any tips for people who would like to open up more uh, or you know anything that you'd like to share yeah well actually i really didn't know i was a psychic because i just didn't i didn't put the two and two together that if you're a medium you're kind of a psychic so um i didn't really i wasn't really aware of it until i started doing it for other people and i was like oh why do i know this about your life like it wasn't until i tried it um but yeah i think with my work i think what i always say is once you meet me once you have a reading with me like whether you like it or not your life's never going to be the same and this could be it clicks three months down the road or six months but like I think a big part of my um, gift is like once you enter like my presence and get a reading from like what I channel, it really opens this space of like curiosity and wonder up to people. So I know there's specific um, healers who help you specifically channel your spirit guides and maybe down the road like that will be something I do. But for now, like I am very much like therapy based because I was in my master's for clinical mental health. And so with my gifts, I want to help people like in the current, like how can we get your soul and yourself to be your best self? Like I'm not, I'm not dying to like get people to, you know, meditate 30 times or 30 minutes a day and, and become a psychic. I'm trying to get you to heal first. And then those natural intuitive abilities are going to keep coming to you and you'll keep trusting that. But a big part of my work is really coaching you through like the hard shit that you're going through, you know, um, like some people don't feel comfortable going to a therapist and they feel more comfortable coming to me because it's like, I'm channeling this side of you that you don't really tell people and that you didn't even tell me, but I know now, like I know your deepest traumas and I know how that makes you feel. And we can talk that through and I can give you from there exercises to use to your benefit. So I'm really grateful for my psychology history and my past of education in that because 
Um, not only can I give people like my spiritual tools to help, but I also give them therapeutic tools to help. <laughs> mm, that's amazing. So you're kind of like discovering what's subconscious for people. You're kind of bringing to the consciousness. So that's what you're channeling for people. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So you do pretty yeah, much. Yeah, everyone does it so differently, but. Yeah. You go. You go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I say like everyone does like everyone's gift is so different and like their purpose is so different. A lot of mine is uh, breaking like the taboo systems in America and structural systems that don't work for us anymore. And so it obviously plays a role in our everyday lives and our love life and our career, things like that. So, um, yeah. So what are the taboos? Now I'm curious. The tab- Oh, there's so many. <laughs> like just mon- monogamy for one. <laughs> I feel you. Monogamy. Young. There's the... The nine to five corporate life, um, just like sex in general, like talking about sex or like your reproductive systems, being open about all that. And then like governmental structures. I don't know if you've seen some of my videos on TikTok and stuff, but I get a lot of visions about really like people in really high power, like, like Biden and Putin and Trump. And I get visions for them because I know that I'm supposed to be dismantling the toxicity and evilness that's here in LA. That's why I was born and raised in LA. Like my soul chose that I'm going to break some systems here. So um, it's not easy work, but it's like, (laughs) it's necessary for our soul and our earth to up level by breaking these systems down. Yeah. I feel you. Are you an indigo child? What does that mean? Oh, indigo children are the children that are kind of like rebels. You know, the type of the soul that comes here to just like break the system and completely create something new. Because I feel like I'm an indigo (laughs) child. I'm just like, fuck the system, fuck this shit. This world doesn't work really well right now. Let's change it. And, you know, I also... My mother would say so. (laughs) Yeah. And I will also talk about everything to people because I feel like we need to be authentic. We need to be honest and we cannot be ashamed of talking about life or, you know, as you said, sexuality Mm -hmm. or things like that they should be openly talked about so that children when they are taught they don't feel shame about their body because then it creates all kinds of problems and all kinds of you know instagram addictions because people want to just filter and photoshop themselves and look differently and all these things like i i completely i'm with you when it comes to all these shows that need to happen in the world so yeah i've been since a kid i've been so rebellious and if you look at my birth chart astrologically like i was meant to literally not listen to anybody and and create my new system so it was really written in the stars for me to be such a stubborn ass Um, but i'm i'm actually (laughs) i'm a lumerian so i'm from lumeria is what i've channeled over the years for myself and so um i i would assume that's really similar to like indigo children where it's like your mission here is like pretty big on earth it's not you know it it depends on your soul's growth too everyone's so different like not everyone can look into past lives not everyone can connect to loved ones who passed away because we're not allowed to until our soul grows that's why some people are like i've never connected with this and i don't think i ever will and like that's fine because it's just not your lifetime yet like Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel yeah, and I feel like I maybe part of my uh, soul is also from Lemuria because I resonate with it so much. I have Beyond Lemuria cards. I have a little Lemurian crystal so as well. I feel like yeah, if they are rebels, then I'm certainly yeah. from there as well. <laughs> They're such rebels. Okay, such so rebels. that explains everything. So my mission here is also to be rebellious and to just fuck this system. 
I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the system. That's it. <laughs> That's quite funny. And so I, I'm curious to know, like, yeah. when it comes to channeling, do you channel all kinds of energies? Do you channel only the energies that you are feeling in the moment, like you need to attune to? Or what, like, how do you pick what you are opening up to? I don't have a say in any of that shit. They just, they come to me. Um, so no, when I do like a Reiki, a Reiki channel, for example, when my clients like laying on the table and they're like blindfold on and I'm kind of just, I'm aligning their chakras, but I'm also channeling for them. So at that point I get a lot of loved ones who crossed over if they feel they have to have a message. Not everyone feels like they have to come through. Um, and then I get a lot of past life revelations and then spirit guide communication and then also ET communication. So in a couple of my sessions, I've had like um, Arcturian ET species come through and I'm like, hey, like they're saying that you are from, Ar Ar you're an Arcturian, like that is where you're from. I've had Lumerians, um, I've had Meridians come through. And so it really is like, it's everything I've had um, animals like, like, whales and things like that like if there's there's no cutoff like i think i pretty much connect to anything and everything out there <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and do you always just set an intention beforehand that this is all going to be safe and for the highest good and health and then nothing that is quote-unquote negative can come through you because you are clearing your boundaries as we said before Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll kind of do, I talk in my head a lot during the sessions, but also before the session, I'll kind of just do my own, um, you know, please come through with all the messages you need for this person to heal anything they're, you know, holding on to that is not meant for them give to me so I can give to spirit. And that's kind of like the process of Reiki, like at some points, I'll be like kind of picking things off of your body, like you, you have a blindfold on so you can't see but I'll be like this. And it's really like taking those negative entities and attachments on you away and so yeah i'm just very clear on my boundaries of like you're only welcome here if you are your best and highest self because we're not going to tolerate any lower energy and as you can see i'm pretty like hard ass so <laughs> they they listen <laughs> that's perfect for your job i guess <laughs> right it's a perfect fit yeah <laughs> perfect fit of it the is. character i that just remind me of one story i heard on uh, yeah. mind body spirit festival in melbourne one day it was a few years ago, but one lady was saying how they had this uh, ghost or spirit, whatever, in the house. And then people got scared of it. And then she just got so pissed off because this spirit was there. This ghost was there for so long that she just like kicked everyone out of the house uh, of uh, humans. And then she she just went into the house like, fuck off, just get away. And she started like screaming so angry. And she said that it was just, it just went away because, you know, finally someone stated the boundary, not with fear, not just like really attracting it, but actually just like yeah. you know, saying, okay, go away. We don't want you here anymore. You're not, you know, you're not welcome. And then it just worked. Yeah, you like, truly so in your surprised. soul, like you have to be, yeah. No, really, like, they, they will respect it if you just, if you hold, like, strong to you. And I know there's, like, uh, I think a lot of those movies in Hollywood, that's what they're meant to do, though. They're meant to keep us awake, so we think this is scary. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's another structure I want to break because people think that's haunted or whatever. You're not haunted. You're just, you're just susceptible to energies, and you just need to have boundaries. I mean, it's all beautiful once you start connecting with the right sorts of things because there's so many different there is evil on the other side absolutely there's not it's not all rainbows and butterflies and i'll keep always saying that but um you really you have to believe in your heart that your boundaries stand firm as well because it's, it's the same thing for every day if you have a boundary with a friend or maybe in a relationship where you're like 
I can't deal with this person. They're crossing my energetic boundaries, but you continue to let them use you and abuse you and manipulate you. It's the same thing on the other side. So you, you can say you have a boundary, but if you don't implement it, then you don't really have a boundary. Mm, I understand. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. That's amazing. I, and it just mm -hmm. brings me to another question. Like once the being <laughs> the is already city. around you, right? Because once I had this crazy experience when I just like, <laughs> it, it was funny because uh, my friend was saying how she had some kind of experience where she was hearing some voices. She was hearing uh, me and some other people from the future and we were doing something and whatever. And I was just thinking, oh, like, clear audience that's so cool maybe i would like to experience it and i just put the intention out there and then one day i was just uh, in the car going from poland to denmark yeah. and listening to chakra opening music and i fell asleep for a few hours this chakra music was just playing uh, on the back of my mind and then this night i was sleeping my dad was sleeping in the same room and i was in between dimensions like in the in between sleeping state and awake state and I just, I don't know, I felt like I'm not really here. But then I heard this voice from the back of my head. It was the only time I think I had clear audience because after that I was like, uh, no, please don't talk to me anymore. But mm. at that time I was just like, oh, that's cool. I'm curious about it. So I'm <laughs> opening up. And then this uh, this being... Yeah, you wanted me. to try it. Yeah, I wanted to try, but I didn't even like actually expect it to happen. I was just like, oh, that's so cool. She had clear audience. Oh, I would like to experience it too. And then like a few days afterwards, this being started talking to me. And I just remember that it said that... Uh, his name is Dominic. And then I asked, are you an angel? Because I wanted to check, okay, is it some being that I want to connect with me, with me or maybe mm -hmm. not because I, maybe it's dark. And, and he said that he was, but he's not anymore. And I was like, uh oh, you know, something is not right here. If it's not anymore an angel, then who are you Tricks. now? Yeah, and like, what, they can what get happened? tricky. Yeah, like what happened? And then yeah. I asked why, and then it disappeared. But I was just kind of like wondering after this experience. And of course, after this experience, I was like, okay, guys, so look, I'm not open to hearing anything because now I'm living on my own and it might freak the fuck out of me. So I'm just not gonna, you know, yeah. open up now. I'm Let me live with someone else, at least, uh, you know, next room or in in the bed next to me so that i actually feel safe yeah but yeah that's i think that's good that you got to hear it though yeah of course because it opened me up to kind of experiencing how it feels to be in between dimensions in a way and just really like opening up to other yeah to other ways of perceiving things because i usually perceive it things in visual mm -hmm. sense uh, i get some visions or some you know visual representations of stuff but it was the first mm -hmm. time and the last time so far because i still haven't opened up to this kind of communication yet uh, but i was wondering after that like how do yeah. i know what kind of questions maybe to ask to know if the being is actually a being of light or not are there any specific questions that you recommend or specific things that you would do to discern and to really like put this uh, place of boundary in place when this being is not really cool for you. <laughs> Something I, I do when I feel that like, you know, when I'm implementing that, Hey, if you're not your best and highest self, I do this if I'm staging my house or a stranger's home. Um, if you're not your best and highest self, you're not welcome here. But then I'll also say, if you aren't your best self, you can find the light. So you can actually push them to become better and, and, um, grow more by telling them they can go find the light. So they just need guidance too. Cause some of them are, are lost souls. They're stuck to earth. They have unfinished business here. They're doing. Um, and so you can, you can guide them that way because light, light will always win. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, something I do is I, I can tell people to just tell them to find the light and they will. Um, and then I'm trying to think what else. 
I'm just so stern on it from the get-go that they don't really they don't really mess with me anymore. <laughs> I just I have such a strong team on the other side. Mm-hmm. I, I understand. That's <laughs> I'm trying to think what it used to be like. I mean, yeah. So just finding the light, it's like kind of guiding them to find their own way and kind of come back to source or come back to where they need to be. Yeah, because when we die, we don't just, we don't just, our souls don't just like live happily and chill. There's like stages that we go through as souls on the other side. So we have to kind of like, there's like one room where you like basically sit in and you watch a review of your whole life. And so you have to accept your karma and the the good and the bad that you did when you were alive. Um, And then there's a, you know, another process of like transgression where, and then you're getting ready to reincarnate again. So there's a lot of processes, but our soul can get stuck in one process for too long. If let's say we lose someone really tragically and we're so hurt on earth by it, like, you know, maybe your friend dies really suddenly and tragically and you can't let go of that grief. You can't accept their death. When we don't accept death, it stops them from their soul growing. Mm. And so they're not accepting their death either. And so basically they get stuck here. And so that's a lot of the times when you will visually see a spirit in front of you, it's usually because they're stuck on earth. And so I kind of call that like the purgatory as people would refer to in the Bible. It's like that feeling of like, I'm here, but I'm not fully transitioned yet. And so Mm -hmm. our healing and our personal growth has a lot to do with theirs. And so it's all connected because we all really are one energy. Mm, perfect. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I'm really, really excited okay. with what you're sharing here because it's so interesting how simple it is to navigate this world, but you need to actually know kind of the rules, quote unquote, of how to operate because otherwise you might be so mm-hmm. confused and so all over the place with all these things that are happening. And I know a story, so many stories of people who actually were awakened to their psychic abilities and then some other people, you know, put them in psychiatric hospital because they didn't know how to handle it and they didn't know that it's just right. people experiencing their past lives or other dimensions in in the moment but they were like oh my god you're just going fucking crazy yeah and then you know all these things uh... and that's a big reason i um i dropped out of my masters of clinical mental health because i had such a hard time understanding that we were we were diagnosing people as schizophrenic and bipolar and multiple personality disorder because this whole time i knew i talked to dead people i hear voices so when i'm in school i'm like it's almost like they were telling me you're bipolar, you're bipolar, you're schizophrenic because you have these abilities. But then when I quit, everything made sense. It's just like, no, there's truly more out there that we just don't see from a scientific method. There's some things you can't learn in school and put in a book, like some things you just have to feel and know in your body. And I think that when people are going to psych wards and have um, multiple personalities or schizophrenia, bipolar, I think their, their crown chakra is so overactive. So they're receiving a million messages all day and it's so unbalanced. And so you can close that up and you can kind of balance your chakras. That's why working with your chakras is probably the most important thing you can do with your body. Um, because if you have one overactive or one underactive, it messes up your whole system. Mm, yeah, I resonate with that. So do you feel like a lot of these problems with like mental health in terms of schizophrenia or bi- bipolarity and stuff could be resolved if they just learned how to close themselves off from all this information pouring in? Not close themselves off, but filter it appropriately. So like when the, when you look at like the scientific brain of like, oh, so it's overactive if they're bipolar or schizophrenic, it's, it's dopamine or serotonin that they're overactive with. It's because that chakra is overactive. And so that's why it's so important for us from a young age to teach kids 
hey, all these things that you're hearing, all these people that you're talking to are not really imaginary friends or breath work and meditation. And it's so important that like our generation does that now, like moving forward, because we can prevent a lot of these things from happening where people are basically losing their minds. I understand it because as a psychic medium, some days I'm just like, oh my God, like it just doesn't stop some days. I'm like, I get it. Like, I'm like, I could be put in a home. Like <laughs> I really, I, I, I resonate and I understand and I feel for people who, who are so misdiagnosed when it's really spirit communication and they just don't know how to filter it and have their boundaries. Mm. And so a big part of what I want to do is teach people from a really young age, like, it's normal and it, it there's way to control it. It's like paranormal is the new normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's what pretty much it is. Right. Because we need to treat all these metaphysical and psychic. It is. Oh my God. I love that so much. Has it. Everyone has it. So it's just about if you're, how much you are. And anxiety programmed. and depression, you know? Yeah. It, it, it helps everything. Like it really, it's the cure all. It really is like, Connecting to your inner knowledge and a higher power really, it just, it, it fixes everything. Mm, <laughs> it's that amazing. simple. Yeah, I believe in that too. And I also believe that working on your chakras is one of the most important things you can ever do in your entire life. But what if someone doesn't know how active or not active or overactive their chakras are? How to discover it? Are there any tips or, you know, yeah, questions um, you can well, ask Well, I, I think... I think um, physically, it's easy to decipher which ones are out of balance. You know, if you're getting a lot of stomach issues, that's going to be your solar plexus. A lot of, you know, menstrual or uterus stuff, that's your sacral. You know, throat chakra, this is probably the most common people forget um, out of balance. But, you know, sore throat or hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, um, a constant cough, a raspy voice, um, heart chakra, you know, if you're feeling like you feel like pitter patter is here and there hardness to breathe, um, third chakra, third eye headaches. So like the physical symptoms are all there. It's just people really think like, wow, I have chronic headaches. It's like, no, you have an overactive third eye chakra or an underactive third eye chakra and your spirit's trying to communicate with you, but you're just stuck in the blame and hurt and pain and you're not healing. Um, and so for that, like physical symptoms, it's super easy to pick up on once you are aware of what each chakra governs. So I think just doing some basic like chakra 101 and learning what color each one is and what it governs and what it's supposed to do can really help in itself. And then from there, you know, even a heart chakra. So, hey, I have a hard time in relationships trusting people. Great. That's your heart chakra. Um, I can't speak my mind or sometimes I'm too mean to people. I speak too much. That's your throat chakra. Um, it's just, it really is so simple. It makes so much sense. And then medically in the next 10 to 15 years, it will be used in the medical field, but we're kind of still working towards that, but I've seen the vision. So yeah, but we're looking forward to it and we're manifesting it. I'm putting my manifestation spark in there as well, because I feel like we all need it. And one question, uh, one of the last questions yeah. I would like to ask you, because we were talking about protection from other dimensions, from the energies, from other beings, ghosts or whatever, right? But what about people, if you want to protect from energy vampires, so-called, uh, quote-unquote, because not everyone believes that there are mm -hmm. vampires, but if you want to protect from the energy of people that are around you or maybe the people from your family that you are connected to but they are quite negative, would you use the same uh, tools mm -hmm. that you protect from other dimensions, other beings from other dimensions too? When it comes to crystals and incense and, and oils, yeah, I would, I would use the same, but then... 
I think um, that one is probably a little tougher for people to implement because it's right in front of your face. It's not, you know, talking your head to something saying, Hey, don't bother me. You're, you're having to have a conversation that's really uncomfortable with a family member. That's like, Hey, this really hurts my feelings when you say this, or I can't be around you anymore because you're really affecting my energy. So it, it honestly takes practice. It takes work. It takes therapy. It takes, um, you know, whether it's going to a psychic or going to a therapist, like it just takes practice and being strong and you're firm in your boundaries. Um, I think it's harder though for us to do that with physical people instead of spirit. <laughs> I really do. Mm, yeah. I think it is harder because yeah, as you said, we need to like physically actually state the boundary and then physically say something to someone, which is, yeah, mm -hmm. I think sometimes might and be stick hard. Stick with I it physically. But I also believe that if you, for example, um, I don't know if you close your aura and if you clear your aura and if you really state boundaries with physical humans as well and you really state clearly who can access you and who cannot access you then you also can be clear in your energy although i feel like with family members it's sometimes harder right because for example parents can really affect you and really have like a lot of uh, yeah influence on your energy so what would you do with parents i mean how do you uh, navigate when the parent for example like is so scared about your life and is creating and manifesting in your life things that you don't want but you know they are putting their energy into for example worrying about you and then something happens that comes from their worries rather than from your manifestation and your uh, reality right that happened to me for example my mom would be scared because we would go to the mountains and she would be scared of the ticks because there are ticks and whatever and i i would never even think of a tick like i would not, not even have it in my mind but of course i got a tick because she was so worried and so concerned that i'm gonna get it so how would you navigate this kind of situation it's almost like she manifested it yeah, yeah. she did i believe that she. i did. think yeah you're right like like with parents, I think it's one of the harder boundaries and anyone who's really close in your soul family because you feel an energetic connection to them where you just don't want to hurt feelings or you don't understand it. So when it comes to parents, I, I have my own struggles as well, but I think a big part of what I've learned is zooming out and seeing your parent as like almost a, a small child and their own spirit being. Like take them away from the parent title and see that they are literally like you going through their own journey in this wild thing called life on a rock in space. <laughs> and they're also trying to navigate everything. And they had their own childhood traumas and they had their own teenager traumas and their own adulthood traumas before you were even brought into the world. And so um, I think just seeing them as human sometimes is a really good way to understand where their fears are coming from. And then from there, you can kind of start to build more like, Hey, this is your fear. It's not mine. Uh, my mom, I mean, I'm probably a lot like you. I'm a nomad. I go travel all, all alone everywhere. I go, I'm moving to Mexico alone. And so they're always like, Oh my God, like, I'm worried for your safety. I'm like, that doesn't cross my mind because I feel so strong and, and stable and smart about my choices. And so it's, it's knowing that maybe they had something as a kid that got brought up that makes them feel unsafe or it's that, it's that motherly bond or fatherly bond where it's like, I just don't want to, it's an attachment. I don't want to lose something, but nothing is really ours to own or lose. We're just, parents are meant to be guardians. That's why they call it a guardian. You're supposed to guide your child, not own them 
and and structure their life exactly how you want it to be because we're all just meant to be guided Mm -hmm. yes I totally agree and also I feel like what I realized within myself when it happened is that I had to have a vibrational match of fear inside of me so that it even happened in my reality because if I was strong enough with no fear at all about this I probably wouldn't attract it because my energy would then be overriding what my mom was manifesting but I had to have at least a spark of fear of that happening as well because otherwise I believe that I cannot create something that I strongly firmly believe that it's never going to happen I I believe that most of me maybe 99% of me believe that it's not going to happen but there had to be a little percentage of me uh, maybe being scared of it too because otherwise it wouldn't happen so I also take responsibility for that Mm -hmm. but I also feel like she put more emotional charge into this so I just want to mention that it's all in our hands really someone cannot create our reality completely Mm -hmm. if we are in charge but if we are really firmly in charge and if we actually believe if you believe it never gonna happen yeah yeah because you need to believe it at 100 percent yeah it's not gonna happen otherwise there you you leave a little gap that it might happen right (laughs) yeah yeah and i i think that's kind of the theme of today what we talked about like just actually believing and being firm in your beliefs Mm -hmm. are really important amazing thank you so much for all that and i have one uh, quick little question at the end where could people find you if they are so curious about your work and they would like to maybe have a reading or work with you Uh, what is the best way to contact you yeah well i have my website um i can send you the link but my instagram and my tiktok are probably the most um informative i do a ton of like work on there so it's let's get friggin weird on all platforms Um, and then there is a link in my bio on both of those platforms for my website. And then you can just schedule straight through my website, but I do all sorts of stuff. There's quizzes, there's YouTube videos. I have a newsletter. Um, so there's all sorts of stuff you can sign up for. Amazing. I love your handle. Let's get freaking weird. That's awesome. It's so, yeah. so resonating with me. You know? We're not getting normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Paranormal is the new normal. That's uh, beautiful. Thank yeah. you so, so much for sharing yourself with our audience. Thank and you. With, and yeah, with me, because I was just really enjoying this conversation. It's been amazing. And I, my curiosity is uh, satisfied for now. I'm really, really uh, super grateful to you <laughs> for all, all the things that you've shared. And I'm sending you so much love and gratitude for this episode. It was great. Thank you. Thank you for finding me and doing this with me. It was awesome to meet you. (laughs) Thank you so, so much, beautiful souls, for being with us today and hearing about all this crazy psychic stuff from other dimensions. It was such a cool conversation. I love talking about this stuff. Oh, it's just perfect. So if you'd like to find me, I am The Connection Catalyst on Instagram. Thank you so much again for listening and stay tuned to the next episode.